0: Board round session number 19. The moment you step foot on campus as a medical student, you are gearing up for one of the biggest tests you'll ever have to take, USMLE Step 1 or Comlex Level 1. The medical school headquarters and board vitals are going to help you prepare for your first board exam with questions, pearls of information, and guidance to make sure you have what it takes to score high and match into your specialty of choice. Welcome to Board Rounds. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week. Did you know I also host many other podcasts, mostly for pre-med students, but another one that you as a medical student could listen to, and it's called Specialty Stories. I get to talk to multiple physicians about their career their specialty, why they chose it, what they like about it, and what you as a medical student could be doing to make yourself more competitive for that specialty. Go to SpecialtyStories.com to listen to that podcast. We have another great episode here today to help you get some pearls of information to help you on your USMLE Step 1 or Comlex level one. As always, I'm joined by Dr. Karen Shackelford from Board Vitals, and she is going to read our question today. And we're going to jump in and talk about the questions, the answers, and all of that good stuff for you today. Karen, back for some more board rounds. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm excited to see what we have in store for us today.
1: Well, uh, today we have a young woman who is uh, 26 weeks pregnant. So she's a 25-year-old, uh, Gravita 1, zero, 26 weeks gestation. And she uh, came into the emergency department complaining of leaking vaginal fluid for about three days. Not a huge gush, just some leaking. Uh, she's had some intermittent contractions, um, but they're fairly infrequent. And so a sterile speculum exam is performed, and it reveals some pale yellow uh, watery fluid in the vaginal vault. Her cervix is dilated four centimeters. Uh, The vaginal fluid is tested. It has a pH of 7.1. This is at an academic center where they still do the fern test with arborization when the fluid is uh, examined under a slide. And then an ultrasound is performed, um, and it reveals oligohydramnios. So which of the following measures is appropriate in management of this patient? Her lab results, and her, she is negative for group B stroke. The choices here are A, cesarean section, slash immediate delivery, B, supplemental progesterone, C, antibacterial prophylaxis for uh, Group B strep, D, tocolysis, and E, supplemental
0: progesterone. Oh, sure. Um, so interesting. So we have a twenty-six weeks old leaking. We got the yellow (laughs) fluid. The the fern test is positive. I believe the fern test is is positive. It's amniotic fluid um, so it looks like we have premature rupture of membranes um, <laughs> and so the the my assumption is we we take to a c section
1: so i um when I found this question, I had to really think it through myself and i'm um, actually. We would take it to a C section maybe if it was like placental abruption, but for PPROM, at pre- premature preterm rupture of membranes like before 37 weeks, you want to delay delivery as long as you can. So mm-hmm. the correct answer is actually um, the antenatal steroid therapy to mature the lungs. Most women mm-hmm. who have PPROM uh, deliver within a week, and if, if it is within seven days. Um you should initiate the steroid therapy. So I think it's kind of an interesting question. Um uh, there I think this might be a not controversial area, but uh, there are some the management of PV ROM is going to depend on, you know, factors like uh the stage gestational age, um, you know, the presence or absence of infection, uh, um presence or absence of labor, any sign of abruption, and then, of course, fetal stability and uh, heart monitoring. Mm -hmm. Reassuring heart monitoring would allow you to delay delivery. Um, Yeah, so those are, and yes, I said cervical status, right? So those are the things that will determine your management. Okay. And I I think ACOG recommends um, that women who have PPROM who are at more than 34 weeks of gestation should deliver, um, but it does not need to be a C-section. Uh, normal, spontaneous, or induced vaginal delivery is fine. Um, but in women less than 34 weeks, the pregnancy should be managed, as they say, expectantly, just to offer some fetal maturity you know, development. And then um, as long as the fetus is stable, uh, the fetus will benefit by prolonging, you know, time in the uterus. So, um, and then of course, having the antenatal steroids will, will improve lung maturation. Yeah. But you have to balance that, uh, the benefits, like from, you know, expect, expected management against uh, the risks that are associated with like a prolonged PPROM. So that would be like chorioamnionitis, you know, other types of infection. Placental abruption is an increased risk. And cord prolapse or cord compression also a risk. So, yeah, if you'd like to go through the other answers. Yeah. Mm, Okay. So um, antibacterial prophylaxis for group B strep. So in the uh, lab results, she has a negative group B strep test and really um, antibiotic prophylaxis for group B strep. Is indicated when somebody may deliver, you know, within 48 hours, and they have um, either an unknown uh, status or, you know, obviously a positive test. But you do give these patients antibiotics. Um, it prolongs the latency of the pregnancy and generally is associated with better fetal results. It reduces respiratory distress syndrome, neonatal death, um, the risk of intraventricular hemorrhage necrotizing enterocolitis all kind of preemie problems and um, it also reduces the duration of neonatal respiratory uh, support needed there's no increase in maternal or neonatal infection to balance that on the wrong end so so ACOG recommends a course of corticosteroids for pregnancies that present uh, between 24 and 34 weeks of gestation and if you had an earlier pregnancy and wanted to be aggressive, you would also give antibiotics in, in those cases. But yeah, group B strep prophylaxis isn't indicated. The antibiotics, um, generally what what ACOG I think recommends is a macrolide. They recommend um, erythromycin. I think some doctors will prescribe azithromycin um, because it's easier to take. And then they also recommend um, IV ampicillin and oral Followed by oral amoxicillin for a couple of weeks. Might forget the duration, but yeah, for a while. So, and there's no data to support. You know, basically, you're going to cover a wide variety of vaginal pathogens. So, the first first answer option, I think the the student might remember. Oh, yeah, antibiotics, but it's not for group B strep. In this case, it's going to be uh, to prolong the pregnancy latency. So that, um, and then the next answer option was. Back here, um, tocolysis, which is inappropriate because the patient is in active labor with cervix dilated to four centimeters. So um, again, tocolysis, you know, might uh, be appropriate, but not in this case. Um, yeah, just not recommended with any woman who has more than four centimeters of dilation or signs of puerperiumnitis or like non reassuring uh, fetal stress test. Any signs of abruption, so basically the same thing. The only setting uh, for chocolysis, the only real indication in the setting is to delay delivery again for 48 hours to allow the glucocorticoids to, corticosteroids to take effect. But um, they should never be given for more than 48 hours. So you're not going to delay delivery that long, given that most women deliver within a week in this situation. Mm. The other answer option, look back, sorry. Um Supplemental progesterone—that is—has not been shown to be of any benefit, and I think that covers
0: them all. All right, so there you have it. I hope that was some good information for you. If you want some more information, text the word "board rounds." It's all one word: "board rounds" to four four two two two, and I will shoot you over a URL and the coupon code that you can use to save fifteen percent off of board vitals. QBanks. If you didn't know, Board Vitals has some of the most comprehensive QBanks out there. And when you get access to those QBanks with over 1,700 questions in their USMLE Step 1 QBank, you get detailed explanations and rationales for all of the answers, both wrong and right. The QBanks are all targeted towards the blueprint for Level 1 and Step 1. Obviously, you can access it 24 7. And did you know? That there's a vaccine donated with every new purchase. That's an awesome little perk that you get. Uh, hopefully, you're not an anti vaxxer going on this journey, uh, but you get a new vaccine donated with every new purchase. Again, text the word board rounds to 44222 or go to boardvitals.com and use the promo code board rounds. Again, boardvitals.com and use the promo code board rounds to save 15%. Have a great week. We'll see you next time here on board rounds.